0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nullified Take here on YouTube, where we've got the TNT takes for you, except it's more like the TM take, the Mucky take, baby. I'm your host, Mucky, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. This man is the legend that inspired us to make the smartest move of the week. It was his quote that changed our podcast forever he <laughs> is a finalist and a winner of traders new
1: zealand it is sam smith sam how are you i'm doing very well thank you i didn't realize i inspired the smartest move of the week what an honor
0: <laughs> it's from your your quote i believe as sam fury's gapping it for the he made the, the made the smartest move of the game so like, you know he's yeah. <laughs> made <a> week- <laughs> oh, <laughs> smartest move of the game so you know what let's make a weekly oh fantastic of the week
1: that yeah, has made my really day. Does. That's wonderful. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, how's uh, how's everything been, Sam, since the since the show? It's been fantastic, thank you. I've never had more people in my life stop me on the bus and say, hey, I'm glad your hair grew back. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's been a big part of my life now. Um, um, it's been really good, yeah. How long did it take for the for hair to grow back? I tell you what, Mike, I was wearing hats for a good four months after that. It was, it was. And the thing, the thing about, about shaving your head when you're as white as I am is that you look very ill. Um, I, um, whereas there are some people like Anna, for example, she looks fantastic with a bald yeah. head. I, it's something I've never done. Um, and and when I had to do that, and um, I, oh, you may not know, um, so they shaved the top of my my head, mm-hmm. um, and then straight, and I looked like an absolute idiot. And then for the kind of for my f- biggest ever moment on TV in my career, I was like, oh cool, at least I'm going to look like a dickhead during this. This is going to be great. <laughs> and then um, then the producer said, oh, that was very funny. Um, you are going to have to shave it off completely, um, tomorrow, so that people don't ask questions about you. So I had, I lost, I went home. Um, and shave the rest of it off. And so I was very much a a no-hair man. Luckily, I had a big beard at the time. Otherwise, (laughs) I legitimately... People would have been stopping me in the street and trying to ask me if I'm okay.
0: Driving me straight
1: (laughs) to the hospital to make sure I was all good. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's so crazy. Because that would make a lot of sense, you know, to hide the fact, you know, for the the final episode and final challenge. But, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine shaving off all your... (laughs) it was it was there crazy and i'm
1: and i'm uh i've i was born with hair so i've literally always had hair um yeah. uh, like there were parts of my body that i got to touch for the first time ever <laughs> uh, after doing that it was the strangest feeling i put three yeah. layers of sunscreen on my very bald head um straight oh after after, <laughs> after we went God, after that final challenge
0: yeah as as someone who burns very easily in the sun i get sunburned to july Sometimes, my boy. Like,
1: yeah, my, my bad. Boy. <laughs> I feel I, you. I, you are me, <laughs> my friend. I once got sunburned yeah. through a t-shirt and I once got, sun- my feet got sunburned in a kayak. Oh,
0: and in a kayak?
1: Yeah, I still don't understand how that happened. My feet were in a kayak and they got sunburned.
0: Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Been- <laughs> It's very unlucky. I thought my story of being burnt in July was bad, but nah. That's that's, that's bad as well. That's a little of
1: of yeah. 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 I got some I got sunburned in September in Dunedin once. Was. In, in Dunedin. Yeah, when I was here the year. yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Oh. So I feel I feel yeah. a real connection with you. Yeah, I feel with you too. <laughs> We can compare like
0: different sun blocks yeah. and see which one actually works.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everything except banana boat—that's the thing, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty
1: much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, Sam, you're a you are a the well, not the winner Anna one with you of Traders New Zealand. Um, how do you feel? You know, being the winner of the first Traders New Zealand.
1: It's it's an incredible feeling. Um, Anna and I are the Ben Lummis of Traders, <laughs> so we're, we're oh, it was it was such a great moment because I'm not sure if you've ever played a board game for 10 days um where you've just spent the whole time racking your brains trying to figure everything out mm. but it was just such a relief and to be fair like winning it wasn't even like the the goal it was it was just to stick around it was just to be yeah. there I wanted to I wanted to do the missions I wanted to experience the game I wanted to not miss out on as much stuff as possible I think yeah. I think that made sense and so the fact that we got to be there for every moment on it was just uh, so lucky, so cool, so exciting, um, it, and it really, it really meant a lot to us. And and to just rabbit something that that Julia said when when she did this as well. I got I've got eighteen great new friends. I can yeah. I can text Brooke Howard Smith if I want to ask him <laughs> yeah. something like, it's crazy. He's the guy from Target. Like, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so weird that yeah, me and me and this this guy, <laughs> who was an evil traitor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, are now are now like good friends. It's great.
0: Yeah, it must be quite awesome, especially because a lot of the cast are like semi celebrities
1: mm-hmm.
0: here in New Zealand. Um, did you know many people when you arrived there at Paul Henry's Lodge?
1: Yeah. So the the people that I knew beforehand that I would consider friends beforehand were Lauren and Juzzy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially Justine from, we, uh, we worked together a lot and yeah, Lauren, we worked on dance with the stars together. So they'd be my friends. They've, they've driven me places. That's my, that's my thing. If you, if you've driven yeah. me somewhere, we're friends. Um, but then I'd worked, I'd also worked a bit with Matt Heath, a bit with Brody Kane. Um, I'd, I'd met Mike Pudu in passing. Um, and I, th- is that what I, yeah, I didn't know Anna. I didn't know Julia. Um, I'd done a thing with Colin ages ago, but he wouldn't remember that. Um, so yeah, I knew, I knew of a lot of people. I didn't know Dan, didn't know Dylan. Um, Vander is friends with my mum, which I didn't know wow. about until, until I showed up. And I walked yeah. up to her and I said, oh, hello, I'm Sam. She says, I know, I'm friends with your mum. Oh, wow. Uh, so so again, that's, that's yeah. sort of small town New Zealand. how <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. that all fits, that all fits together. But, um, yeah, those so I, yeah, I knew a few people going in, enough to know that Justine Smith's here, that's cool, I have a friend here, Lauren's here, mm-hmm. that's cool, I have a person. Um, when I got picked up on the morning of day mm-hmm. one, they picked me up just at my house, just from over there, and yeah. um, the people in my car were Lauren, my friend, and then Dan, who I didn't know at all. Um, two people <laughs> who became <laughs> traitors within... <laughs> Four hours of me hanging out with them, And then we went and picked up Kings on the way out. So I had this great car with Dan and Lauren and Kings. And then we drove up and um, then we got switched into different cars. But so I re- we immediately had what we called the North Shore crew, um, yeah. which, uh, yeah, was, was, yeah, was pretty cool. And then when we found out that Lauren was a traitor, I think I went to Dan. Oh, my God, it was one of the North Shore crew. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> that well, sneaky man.
0: At least I know now never to trust anyone from the North Shore because two of the no, no, four no, no. of them are likely to be really?
1: no, no. But, but the other two are me and King, so are two nice people. So <laughs> it's
0: 50-50. It's 50-50. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I see one of them with a Monk's haircut, at least I'll be able to know. Okay. Trust that guy. That and, if anyone, that and if
1: anyone's a professional rapper, you can trust that guy as well.
0: Yes, yes. But no poker player and no dancers
1: here's the thing about dan as well we didn't know dan was a poker player he didn't tell us that at all Some like uh, Br- brook knew of course and um and i think at some point he said like oh we play poker together sometimes we were like oh yeah cool i play poker with other people mm. sometimes as well i haven't won fifty thousand dollars in a competition like dan singh has i'm not one of Museum's best ever <laughs> poker players um so that was a massive yeah. surprise to us when he revealed that we also didn't know that Um, he's done so much acting. He's, 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 he's an actor and a poker player. We immediately should have known that he was, was a traitor, but (laughs) he was, he was very smartly keeping that under wraps. And so, so yeah, we didn't suspect him quite so much until he was quite quiet. And then we were like, oh Mm. yeah, here's something going on here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. After we saw in the edit that, that Dan was, you know, quite quiet and came to group um, like sort of group gatherings. Would you say that there was a fair assessment of Dan kind of throughout the show? That he was always like just quite quiet the whole time.
1: Totally, absolutely. And what we do, is, and it wasn't until um, someone would ask something or would bring something up, and he just spelt, he just spoke so logically and um so calmly, and he was just, mm. we were like, oh, this guy's really smart, and he wasn't sort of playing it up, and that made me go, Dan's probably a traitor. Like, like oh. he. It's it was just something about it. Like he was so eloquent. Um, mm. He was he was doing exactly what Dylan was doing, but not talking about it. And I'll be like, yeah. why would you hold? it Why would you be holding that back? Oh, potentially because you're doing what I would do. So I, if I was a trader, try and go under the radar. And yeah. um, so that's that's that started happening. I think the week before. Robbie went out, which for us was the day before mm. Robbie went out, I was thinking, yeah, it's got to be Robbie or Dan. Or mm. Robbie and Dan. To be fair, yeah. I didn't think it was actually Robbie then. I was thinking it was Dan or Anna.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Like, were you um, to go completely you know, sidetracked, like yeah. we you thought it was Anna, because kind of throughout you know, the show, we always saw that you guys were you know, really close, especially with your special connection with yeah. MS and... Um, alopecia yeah alopecia yeah alopecia um so did you like think for a while that she was a a trader then or yeah
1: i i thought anna was so nice so lovely that Mm. she had to be doing that to just because she was a trader and she was just trying to win me over she's trying to um, in the words of myself fuck me over um (laughs) as which i said at the very final thing Um, yeah, and I was so weary of that from watching the Australian season one of the Australian version of the traitors. Um, Mm. uh, can I do a spoiler? Yeah, 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 cool. So, in the the final episode of that, there's a very nice man called Craig who got to the final. He teams up with Alex, who was a very lovely lady as well, Mm. um, who was a traitor, and so he put his trust in this, this nice woman, and um, and I had put my trust fully in Anna and Brooke and so I was like if if this is the same if 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 I then get to the final with Anna and she's a traitor um it makes I've just made the same mistake that that Craig's make I haven't I haven't learned yeah. from the lessons of what I've seen before I'd look like an absolute dickhead and
0: yeah. so
1: so I was so aware of that I was so worried about that and it, it wasn't until that final moment that I Went like, okay, no, cool. I 100% trust this woman yeah. now. It's... So, yeah.
0: so um so what made you change from voting for Anna to Brooke in that
1: that final final vote? It was actually earlier in the day. I had two separate conversations. One, they showed in the show. I said to Brooke, what happens if we vote out? Like we all agreed that we were voting out Julia. I 100% yeah. thought Julia was a traitor. I thought Brooke, Anna and I were going to share the prize. as the three faithfuls. So when we, I said, but what happens if we vote out Julia and she is a faithful, what happens then? And then Anna said, well, that means it's Brooke. It's got to be Brooke. Mm. Vote him out. And then we win as faithful. And then I said the same thing to Brooke and he goes, well, we'll just have to deal with that if we get to it. And I went, that's, that's, that's when my suspicion started coming up against him, but it wasn't until, we, but that scenario scenario ran out, and Julia turned out to be um, a, a faithful, which, again, blew my mind. I thought we'd nailed it. And I looked over, and there was – there was it's, it shows a bit quicker within the edit of the show, but they had to reset up a shot. They had to move some cameras around. But I spent a good 10 minutes just staring as best I could across the fire pit to Anna and Brooke on the other side um, – just going. Which one of you two has been? Which one of two? Which one of you has got me? <laughs> is it the person like in Australia season one, or is it Brooke Howard Smith, the person who I know is a <laughs> is a very smart man? Yeah. Just the way he was standing, shifting his weight around, compared to Anna who was just staring off into the de- distance, looking a bit miffed. Um, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's got to be Brooke. He he stinks of treasure. I think I said in yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Leo, I'm so I can't believe out of all the people that got to that show, I it came down to my vote. Like mm-hmm. I could have I could have screwed up that entire show and left immediately. That that wouldn't be too bad. Brooke would have won the money and he would have used it for a very good cause. But I'm so glad that a faithful win just feels so much more rewarding. It feels yeah. like um, it feels like the good guys win. Um, yeah. Even though Brooke fully deserved it, he played an absolute ripper of a game. He's, yeah, hats off to him. Literally, yeah, it was it, his hat that I had to, yeah. <laughs> that he gave me to wear at the final.
0: It was probably the most interesting final three I've ever personally seen in reality TV. I'm a massive Survivor fan. I've seen mm. many different combinations of final threes. Often you get one or two players who are really good and the third one's just kind of like a dud. I feel like with this final three, you had the best faithfuls and the probably arguably the best trader. I'd bro- definitely in say the opinion. best
1: trader. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say Dan was a bloody good trader as well. Um, he just got so um that wink with Robbie just really I think yeah. really got to him. We didn't we didn't it didn't matter too much to us. Like he just kept bringing it up, and that's the thing that mm. that sort of really nailed it. We suspected him beforehand, but then. Yeah, it was voting for Dan that I wasn't so surprised that he was a traitor. The other one that I knew was a traitor voting for them was Colin. He oh, was the one okay. I was so sure he was he was a traitor. The night before he had said, uh, maybe two nights before he had said um that he felt the pressure to like celebrate with, with the other people, even when he didn't want to, just so that he had to, you know, play up appearances. Hmm. And then he said the same thing in a group situation to the other people about me, saying like I feel like I need to celebrate with Sam to play up to appearance. So I was like, "What do you mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't drink. I was, I was, yeah. um, I was the person that never did that. I, I, I celebrated when we voted off um, Robbie by having a lemonade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was no pressure coming from me to c- celebrate at all. And the, um, yeah. And then, and then when he sort of came at me, a bit, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is clear traitor behavior." So when he came off, I was, uh, yeah. I was very happy to do it. Um, there are a lot of people who loved Colin on the show, and I did as well. Yeah. And the fact that I voted him off, some people are like, "Well, we don't like Sam now. He got rid of Colin. <laughs> he, was the, he was the best person." <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, um, I also love him. But if you if you trait, you're gonna you're to be gone. Exactly, and
0: exactly. And as I was telling you just before we um we started recording, I was writing down like you know some notes for a deep dive, and I believe you're the only one on the cast and if not one of the very few players in all of traders history to vote for the person who got banished every single time. You're always in the majority vote.
1: Yeah, that's right. And that was a, um, that was a total tactic that I was trying to do. Again, I got very lucky for that to work out, but um, Mm. it meant that I never had bad blood with anyone in the, in the lodge. I was, I was never having to sit next to the person at breakfast who I'd, who I'd voted for the night before, which, um, again, was just another little thing that helped along the way to, to keep me there. Yeah, Definitely yeah, but, try and do that if you're on the show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, something I do want to bring up, you touched a wee bit about it before we started recording, but in the very first episode, um, there was a green vial twist mm. where you had to pour it into the drink of the person you trusted the least and we yeah. see you walk up and pour it into into Colin's cup is there a reason why straight away you didn't really trust
1: Colin I hated that moment it was we would first come would first come together um it was the first time that people were traders we the traders have been traders for like 2 hours <laughs> yeah and um they were like cool who do you not trust and I, that's just not how I work at all like I mm. I trust everyone until they do something wrong um and so the person that I thought was being the weirdest was Brooke because he was so loud. But the person before me had, vote, had done that to Brooke. And I thought we were going to do a thing like in the English version of the show where you said who you trusted the most and you kept them in the game. But they were doing it in a mm-hmm. reverse way. So at the end, someone would be left over and that person would, I know, be kicked off or, or something bad would happen to that person. So I went for... So I couldn't vote for Brooke because in my mind, I was like, oh, you can't add more than one file hmm. to, to the person. So I went for Colin, who was the other loudest person. Um, and so, yeah, I, I voted in his drink. And then someone, then two people put their, their things in Dylan's and I was like, what? I didn't know you could do that. That's not a thing. <laughs> oh, and so I had to, um, and, and they showed this on the show. Immediately after that, I went up to Colin and was like, "I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't yeah. think you're a traitor." <laughs> yeah, I was going to vote for Brooke and and all and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah I, felt, I felt I thought it was just completely unraveling my game straight away. Um, the whole idea of sort of being being not not silent, um, but yeah. being sort of in the middle, middling, is what I wanted to do throughout the whole thing. One of the things that happened that night, which freaked me out, is I went back to bed, um, and the first night that someone was going to get murdered, I get a knock on the door at 12.30 a.m. So I'd been asleep for a couple of hours, wakes me up. I think, oh, fuck, I've been murdered. Night one. I'd really played up the MS thing and my and my mm. vision stuff so that people would feel sorry for me so that I'd get to stay in the game. And I've, and I've screwed it night one. I can't believe this. So I went and the door and was like, oh, Hello you're clearly come to get me to murder me. They were like, oh no, you've left your, light side out. you left your outside light on. Are you okay? That was the way we were, we were going. We signaled to people if we needed help for anything. And it was just because oh. I'm blind and I couldn't tell which light switch did something and I'd switched it on at some point and couldn't see what it did. So, uh, <laughs> so I'd gone to bed with that on. Um, and so, and so, so I got woken up in the middle of the night and, uh, and luckily got to go back to bed and, man and now thinking back to that like i thought i'd been murdered on night one legitimately wow then to make it through the rest of the time is uh it's just crazy it's cool yeah
0: well um someone who was unfortunately murdered on night one or as we like to call it um got put onto paul henry's tractor and sent off to do country calendar um
1: <laughs> <He> lived, <laughs> that's what we talk about is paul henry legitimately drove that tractor around he is a farm guy he, he really drove it off, and we watched it go all across the field. He did a big loop. He controls that thing beautifully, and it's on screen oh for gosh. about half a second. <laughs> <laughs> he, he legitimately is a good proper tractor man.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh. I, I love that. Um, Because I haven't seen a lot of Paul Henry stuff. You know, I'm only hmm. 21, so I only saw some of the stuff he was on breakfast for when I was
1: a kid, but I didn't... Ah, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I, um... This is my favorite mug to drink out of. Um, it is on <laughs> the his, <laughs> the Paul Henry show that he did in the morning. I worked on Family Feud doing the research for it. So I'd call all the oh, families yeah. up and get them to um, find out what stories they were going to talk about. And my room was also the room that the fridge was in. So everyone would come in and hang out with me and would get their lunch all the time and be like, oh, who are you calling now? And it was also the storage room. And there was a big box of Paul Henry mugs. And I always used oh. to... Um, So when I left Family Feud, they gave me one of the mugs as a way to say like, oh, thank you for your work. Here's the <laughs> thing you sat in a room with for, for three years. And um, so, yeah, it pops up. Paul Henry pops up in my life every so often. He's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found that, um, that, like, you know, there's been a bit of a negative view on Paul Henry, but I felt like he was yeah. such a great host mm. out there on Traders. I feel like a lot of, like, things he would say and do were so quirky and, yeah, and a lot I, complete,
1: of I completely agree. It made me think that, um, yeah, he said some really dumb shit that he shouldn't have said. Um, mm. and, and I think he was doing that to be that shock jock. I think he was playing yeah. a role on those shows where it was his job to be that guy. And you know, whether you, you're willing to sell out and do that or not, is a kind of a up, up for debate, but on the show he was respectful. He was professional. I think he did a great job. He was menacing, but still ca- camp and fun. Yeah, And, um, yeah, d- yeah, definitely know. Uh, you know, he's done so many misogynistic and homophobic things throughout <laughs> throughout yeah. his time. He, yeah, uh, I, I saw literally nothing that made me think he, he was he was friendly and professional. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, but oh, he's he's done definitely.
1: some bad stuff. So don't let him off yeah, the hook. Of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, one of the the great curveballs he threw at you guys was the ten k twist at the very start where if you feel like you couldn't handle the heat of the game, then you could run off and grab 10k. Did you ever think about going off with of that 10k or were you pretty set on playing traders?
1: I was doing maths in my head straight away. Like I was like, okay, that's ten thousand dollars. Um I also get a day rate to be here. My day would my day rate cover the, the time that I was on the that I was on the show. And then um and then I said would the thing, it's exactly what you said. I'd done so much prep for the show. I was fit. I had, I'd gone for runs. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not wasting that. I I was like, I'm so keen to play the game. I was so, um, so wanting to, you know, have that turn. At that point, I was like, I'm going to be the wealth of this game. I'm going to be the main trader. I'm going to, I've got to be that guy. I've got to, I've got to help carry the show along. So I, so while I, very much was tempted just the 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 chance to play the game is a once in a lifetime thing i'll I'll never get to do that again and i just had just had to stick around and i'm so gutted i'm so glad sam other sam fury went because he like he deserves that money he's he's the coolest guy but he's in it went to a great uses as, use as well. Like it helped him set up his gaming bar in Christchurch, which is oh, so, awesome. so cool. So awesome. Um, but man, he would have been so good to have on side during the show. We were, yeah. we were in the, we were in the first car, um, as we drove, um, into the lodge and he's called Sam. I'm called Sam. Um, we are both from Christchurch originally, um, He's. We talked about Pokemon Go, which I still play. <laughs> he plays other more slightly competitive games and things. But like, he was he was going to be my best friend in there. Like, yeah. I knew it. And the other person, the other two people in my car were Philly, who was amazing. Um, he was he was just so. We were like, this guy's strong. We got to keep the stronger guy. Honestly, <laughs> like, and then Kimberly was the other person about the psychic, and yeah. um and I'm not, I, I don't believe in psychic things as well, but Kimberly was lovely and smart. I knew powerful in the game as well. So I was like, I've got a strong guy. I've got a gaming guy and I've got a, um a, a, a sort of socially powerful person in the game as well. Mm. This is a great team. This is wonderful. We're going to do great. Sam gaps it in the first time. Kimberly yeah. gets murdered in the first night. So just me and Philly to go. And yeah, immediately my, my first car was diminished to two. <laughs> that was gutting.
0: Well, Kimberly may have been the first one murdered, but let's not forget she made probably one of the biggest game-changing moves, in my opinion, of the whole show, which is where she told everyone Robbie was a traitor. She just didn't say when Robbie would yeah, <laughs> yeah. would be a traitor. Right. Um, what was your thoughts on um because quite early on, you know, with the Green Vile twist and kind of throughout the first couple episodes, there was a lot of pile-on for. Robbie, because she was one of the few cast members who wasn't that well known. Yeah. Um, what was your whole, whole thoughts on all that sort of stuff that was um, happening?
1: Yeah, I I never thought Robbie was a traitor. Um, I definitely thought it was that. Yeah, that exactly what you just said it's it's a pile on something there's so little to go on mm. um one of the things is that i kimberly didn't say that robbie was a traitor to us she said it in her um private interviews so we oh, we yeah. didn't think that kimberly was suspecting robbie um it was all from that green vial thing where everyone launched on her i think many people just joined the team so they were just oh other yeah. people are voting for it? cool i'm gonna vote for it so i think it all came from that um Robbie is, <laughs> Robbie's amazing. Um, yeah. She, the other thing that um, is, a, I guess, a, uh, a bit meta to the show is that I suspected Robbie was in the room next to me <laughs> oh. um, at the house. We stayed in sort of separate chalets yeah. um, that joined up to each other. And I never heard anyone leave to, to go get picked up to be a traitor. And then at one point I thought I heard her voice. So and I and I still to this day don't know if that's true. So mm. I so I thought yeah, if she's in the room next to me and I haven't heard her go, I don't think she's a traitor. And that stayed yeah. with me and when we voted for it and she turned out to be a traitor, I thought from the beginning um I was like she's pulled the wool over my eyes. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well played. But then yeah, didn't know that it was this Pretty smart move by brook and dan um yeah so uh, yeah it, it is dumb that that there are pile-ons in this but also the the game is to survive if yeah if you as long as you can get it off you onto someone else it doesn't really matter whether that person is a faithful or a traitor as long as yeah. you're there as long as you survive it to that end game you can then properly play the the end gameness of it um yeah it's so a, yeah
0: it's a really hard game really but I feel like the mm. perfect strategy is to be just super quiet and go with the flow because like we saw in the um, recent Australian traders, a lot of the louder voices got you know murdered or banished really yeah. early on yeah. and and a lot of the ones who are quite quiet and sort of going with the flow got mm. kept till um, yeah for the end game.
1: I think there's a there's a balance there as well. You don't want to be the loudest person although Brooke was, I don't know how he stuck around the, you don't want to be the, Oh no, he was a trader. Of course. (laughs) You don't want to be the loudest person, all the people leading other people. That's how um, Brody that led to Brody's demise, Juzzy's demise. um, Dylan as well. Those people that have influence are going to be, you want to go with other people's ideas. Um, Yeah. One of the things I tried not to do, and I got this from um, the American version of the show is that, um, oh, what's the guy's name? He was the guy, he was on um, Big Brother a couple of times, Co- Cody? Kobe, Cody, whatever his name was. Cody, yeah. Cody, thank you. He um, he said, that, yeah, I would never raised anyone's name, and I didn't do that either. I just would always say, rather than saying, I think you're a traitor, I'd say, I think you're a faithful. Um, my yeah. thought is that this person is a faithful. My thought is that this person is a faithful. Um, many times I said I think everyone's a faithful, um, <laughs> which uh, I had to tone down a bit at the end because people all got like got to the point where like just say a name, man, like <laughs> come on, <laughs> make a decision. Um, uh, so yeah, I yes, I got that from 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 Cody, and that meant that again, it was that thing of like no one could ever wait. So who first? No, someone said Dan's name. Where did that come from? Well, Sam said it first, so it must be Sam mm. doing. It. They can never bring it back to you. You can always be like, well, actually, no, I think someone else said that thing first, and you can always point it yeah. on to someone else. It's being able to deflect as you go throughout the game, which I think is, yeah, pretty yeah. helpful, pretty useful. Yeah, would you say I that... <laughs> I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Um, would you say that that was like um, your your key strategy throughout the game? Because, th- I mean, the, the edit definitely portrayed you as the... Faithful of all faithfuls, right? Like yeah, like no one ever once believed that you were a trader. And the one vote yeah. you did receive was a throwaway vote by, yeah. by Brooke. So and so how part did you
1: of- if I didn't have that, I would have played a perfect game. I would have been, I would have yeah. been in that perfect yeah. game group, like um, lots of survivor people as well, which would have been amazing. I'm quite yeah. happy to have a have a joke vote. There as well. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to get it. It kind of, um, it kind of, um, yeah, just before we get to the main part of your question, have, having had my name down on a thing as a joke and had people go like, oh, come on, Brooke, don't, don't be dumb. Don't, don't waste your votes. Mm. That's not helpful at all. Really felt like, oh, cool. Anna's on side with me. She had kind of led that charge of, of um saying that um and it kind of meant like oh no i've had my name on it is okay to have your name on it it's sort of i wasn't sort of terrified of that in the banishment what was the other part of this question that i oh it was um
0: it was like would you say that you know like telling everyone you know you're a faithful you're faithful you're faithful yeah. was that like a great um i guess social move to try sort of portray you as this um faithful fool all faithfuls
1: yeah i think i think that was my i think that was my smartest move um i think that was the thing that kept people uh yeah just believing that i was there and the other thing i think i did quite well was fighting for fairness and fighting for the goodness of the group anytime i did speak up it would be like hey guys i know this is a game and stuff but we should make this as fair as possible and we should get give people a chance no matter like they are even if they are traders, that could sort of came to pass most of all in the barrel challenge when um mm. when I I thought we I thought we could, we could have and now looking back to it um it was uh, definitely wasn't going to work <laughs> yeah. but in the um in the British version of the show they'd done the barrel challenge as well and they were just asked at the end to work out who the the um who could go to the armory mm. and um I was very keen to go to the armory and I knew that if um. But I balanced by if we just grabbed a bucket and ran for it and got there first, that's very suspicious for the yeah, um, yeah, what the what the traitors would be wanting to do. Um, and it turned out, yeah, all the all the all the traitors were there, um, in that yeah. final final and um, the people who got to go to it. So I and yeah, sort of me fighting for the fact that Robbie and um, and, uh, who has arthritis and like having to carol barrels along a mm. long driveway is not a t- like that's immediately a task that she shouldn't that she wouldn't win i just yeah. thought that was so unfair that she that um that she should have. so fighting for that i think really painted me more so as a faithful and the other thing is it's really easy to be a faithful when you are a faithful like yeah. you don't have to hide things you don't have to act it so i um so i think that was that was yeah pretty pretty useful to me
0: yeah. Was there any, um, I guess, negative outlooks on any of the players after that barrel challenge? Because we do see a big argument sort of between yeah. you and Brooke, And obviously, Paints, Philly's a massive target. I believe he got banished yeah. that night. Um, was there any other negative outcomes to any other players, apart from Philly, he also got banished? Yeah.
1: That came out uh, of that, that fight? Um, from... What happened there was actually... <laughs> so I got... We got to the end and I was like, what happened, guys? You just kind of ignored every, the one thing that I said, like, mm. what is this? And then um, and then Colin was actually very actively trying to get Brooke to shut up to let me talk. But I misheard that because I couldn't see who was talking in the group of people. It was just a big mush of people. Um, I got angry at people interrupting me, and I even said to Colin, like, hey, Colin, shut up. <laughs> like, let me just say my <laughs> thing. Not, not realising he was fighting for me to talk, and I felt really bad about that. Um, so I, uh, I apologised to him many, many times. I still do to this day. Um, and uh, and I didn't yeah, realise so much that it was Brooke putting putting that on. Um, what came out of that is that Brooke then in that that next management said like, hey, yeah, cool, I screwed up. I'm I'm the bad guy here. I'm really sorry. I won't happen again. So that made me go like, oh yeah, cool, Brooke has just made a mistake. <laughs> Not realizing that he's fully playing me. So some more. I think um I think yeah one of the I think something that came up Julia and Vanda just sat at the side from that, which made me that was, they were really sitting outside of that mm. game. And I think maybe that in my head went like oh, yeah, cool, these guys aren't getting involved with it. Is that something a traitor would do? I got it, I had it in my head as well that if any loud any loud arguments would be between two faithfuls. If you were a mm. traitor, you wouldn't get involved in that. You would stand back to just let them argue. And people were letting Brooke and I argue. So I uh, yeah, I was like, cool. It made me think more so that Brooke was a faithful <laughs> and that Julia and Bander were traitors. Ugh. I, it wasn't until we were in the round table and Colin said, um, oh, remember what you said? You said, can I go into the the armory twice? Mm. That made me go, oh yeah, Philly could have been playing me this whole time. And then I was like, imagine if the the people who, my first car, two of them are out on the first day, and then the other one's a traitor. (laughs) I'm I'm just a, a lone wolf here. Um, yeah. But yeah. And, and one of the things I realized that night when, after all that Philly had gone, I realized, oh my God, I've started this fight with Brooke that I really need to dampen that fire. So there's a, there's, we, we, we were the first pair into breakfast the next morning. Mm. And I realized, like, oh yeah, I need to say to this guy very clearly, I think you're a faithful, which I think I even say, I 100% think you're a faithful. Um, which I was trying to avoid saying hundred percent after the fact in the UK version of the show they say it every second line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah.
1: yeah, I think I think those are the things that came out of that. That like that was the thing I was fearful of in the edit of like that. I I kind of I kind of lost my shit that day and became <laughs> became a yelly angry man when um, it's very much out of my character to do that.
0: Yeah, because quite throughout the whole show you're always a super calm. Come mm-hmm. capture really never got involved in any debates, even when
1: yeah.
0: the roundtables were very you know heated. Like I think back to when um I think it's one where Mike got banished, but but Colin sort of said a bit jokingly, but mm-hmm. but he was being a bit serious. Vanda, I don't think you are faithful, and Brody just went off at him like I, yeah. I recall you were just very quiet during
1: yeah um and again that was a that was the thing people were finding things out um i didn't really have anything to contribute at all i Mm. didn't have any any theories about anyone i um uh yeah that was (laughs) colin i was always so weary of colin because if i was making this show i would make colin Mathura jeffrey a traitor straight away like yeah the guy's incredible television he's he's so likable he's so clever um he's a very kind man as well we got to find out more about his like uh, like him personally throughout the show i love him to bits he's great but shit, he would make a good traitor throughout it like a big mastermind big proper evil genius dude yeah. so i was always wary of that and then the fact when he was he, and he very much he had done what everyone had done to robbie just to bander he was fully saying, yes, Vanda, I think it's Vanda. And Vanda is the nicest woman in the entire world. She's, she'd come up from Dunedin. She didn't know anyone apart from my mum. And she had been so kind. She, um, with my vision thing, she had been very like, oh, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. I'll I'll help you out. She was, she was just so helpful and lovely. She's, um, she's a genius she, she plays, plays music. She's, she's, she's done like fencing. She's, she, she's oh, a wow. fencer. Yeah. yeah. She, um she's a pharmacist. She's a doc. She's got a PhD. She's a doctor. She's, oh, she's the, she is the oh smartest gosh. person that was on that show. And <laughs> yeah. Dylan Reeve was on that show. Like yeah. she is, she is so clever. And, um and yeah, so, so, <laughs> so watching someone then pick on her, and then getting, oh man, and then getting into our head that she could be a traitor and voting her off the show. That was, for me, that was the hardest part of the show when we mm. bullied this lovely, smart, kind woman out of the game. Kings was bad as well, but Kings had done some things that had made meant that we sort of didn't 100% trust him. Yeah. But yeah, voting ban- Vander out was, weird. and that's why I would often sit back and just to, yeah, while, while no one was picking on me, no while no one was saying my name, I just sat back and survived.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I know we were talking a little bit about this, you know, before we started recording, but in the uh, the first banishment where everyone was sort of piling on your, your dear friend, Lauren, how, yeah. um, how, how did you feel in that moment during the round table when everyone sort of started to say how suspicious f- she was?
1: I felt so bad. I thought... Um, and it's, it's that thing of um, we were just all suddenly playing this game. We don't know what other people's normal level of conversation mm. or what they're like when we're being filmed, playing a murder mystery show on television, which isn't our normal, our normal status quo. We didn't really have that set up yet. So for everyone to be like, oh, hey, you're a bit quiet – i was like oh that's a bit unfair i didn't think lauren was a traitor at all i had no idea she was i voted for her because everyone else was voting for her um i got asked to talk about and say what i what i thought was going on and i was just went with like i knew Brody was going to vote for her i knew Juzzy was going to vote for her i was like numerically numerically she was going to get voted out so i just jumped on that bandwagon to survive myself saying, yeah, uh, Lauren, I, I know you from the show. I think you're a traitor. And what I was, so I was upset that one, we'd lose Lauren cause she's my friend and that's potentially a, um, uh, a, a we, we could have worked together. Um, also she would have been amazing at missions. Um, and, and then, and then three that, yeah, we were just getting rid of, my friend and it hurt, but then I felt bad as well that I had to actually say something and couldn't just, just be quiet and, and just go with the flow. Luckily for me, she turned out to be a traitor, <laughs> yeah. which um paints me like this great traitor hunter where I had no idea. I literally, I was so surprised. And I think you can see that in my face when I, when, even when I said like, Hey, I think you might be a traitor. I was so surprised that she was a traitor. And because I'm such a fan of the traitors, the fact that we got someone out on the first night, the first banishment table, is unheard of. It's happened yeah. once before in um, one of the uh, overseas versions when they did, like, a condensed version of it. But this that was the first time in the full version of the show that we managed to get someone out the first time. And for me, it was just it was just luck.
0: Yeah, and great. You know, getting Lauren out really did start this amazing uh, statistic here for New Zealand but the New Zealand traders is the only trader show to get what like five or six traders out.
1: Six, six traders out in the whole six show. Six traders, yeah. And thank and that's um, awesome. uh, just to break about myself for a second, <laughs> that's okay, because um, <laughs> Anna Anna didn't vote for Dan. I think I didn't think Anna voted for Kings that time. I, I think that's right. Um, I can means, so, yeah. means that I voted out. My, me personally have voted out the most Traders in any version of the show. Wow. What? Which, being a fan of the show, is yeah. just the coolest thing. It's, I'm so yeah. proud of that. It's one of the yeah. it's one of the great things I can brag about. And I, at Canada, the Traders Canada starts. Uh, I think it was on TV yesterday. I haven't watched the episode yet, but I'm going to be watching it so much and just praying that they only get four or three or four traders out throughout yeah. the whole show. I've got to, I've got to brag about it now until we get overtaken by, by yeah, another yeah. franchise somewhere. Yeah, well, very happy about that.
0: If there's ever any kind of a international all stars, you're gonna to have to be careful now because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's Sam oh. Smith. He's he's the real trader hunter here." <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I've been thinking I would love to play again. Um, but I got so lucky in this one. I know I got so lucky. I think I'd be a pretty big target for 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 it again. Um, yeah. I've, if anyone is casting another version of the chase, I would love to play again. It'll be so amazing to be. I I know I'll never get better than what we just did. This season for me yeah. was just a dream, absolute dream run. Um, and if I got to play again, it was maybe make me a trader. Maybe, maybe. maybe. maybe.
0: Well, well um, <laughs> you know, often with New Zealand shows, and I think I mentioned this in the Julia dive, I'm not sure, but with New Zealand shows, when it comes to strategy, often Kiwis aren't that good at it. Like we had our own Survivor, for example, but after season two, it got canceled because we didn't really have any real strategic players to make the show very you know mm. dynamic and interesting so mm. to see that pretty much majority of the cast was quite strategic either in a, a good way or a bad way it was cool to see
1: like everyone yeah. have their own massive strategic moment and do like really well what i loved about the show is that everyone on that show is a really smart person um and yeah. different in different versions of that but very switched on people i think they cast the show so well like Everyone is a is. Everyone had sort of that aspect of their life where yes, we trust them. They're they're a likable person. They're smart, but they can sort of go either way. I think people like me and um, uh, Kings, I think, and uh, Philly, I think, are we we nice people. Lauren as well, nice people who um, who sort of can be quite quite quiet and but we switched on and we listened to things and we we know what's going on and everyone yeah. was like that there were some people that were like oh they've got this little evilly side to them Brooke juzzy surprisingly yeah. and um and uh Colin um which just all these all these oh, yeah it was it was great it made you question everyone the ca- yeah ca- whoever whoever cast it was brilliant they were brilliant yeah and I'm so okay. glad they asked me to do it it was oh, so it was so awesome.
0: Yeah, so um, was everyone recruited to be on the show, or was there any kind of um, application process? No, to- it was
1: all shoulder taps. It was all we were all oh. sort of people who had connections to the to the industry. I had worked um, with the producer of the show on um, Family Feud and Dancing with the Stars and a couple of other things. Um, I think Robbie, who doesn't have a connection to this yeah. to the show really is actually has done hair and makeup for a lot of um uh for for television before so she she knows oh, how awesome. how it works so she is she is connected i don't think she'd done it for a little while but she was she was back into it um i think they found julia on linkedin
0: which yeah is,
1: <laughs> which is what she talked about in the pockets which i think is really funny um and then uh yeah vander they got because they wanted to find a crime writer on the show i think they asked Mm. someone who they knew who was a crime writer and they put her onto vander then apart from that it's just people that have we've worked with before that the production team had worked with before they knew there were people that were cool to work with and (laughs) weren't weren't dicks and um and uh yeah so so got us all together through that and and i think they got to dan through Brooke. i think oh awesome Um. Yeah, which man, I wish I knew that beforehand. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you guys like aware of how close Dan and Brooke was on like while out there? No,
1: no, I I wasn't at all. Um, I I knew that they knew each other, um, but I yeah I I no idea, no idea.
0: I think um, Anna did. I
1: think Anna knew that they that they'd played poker together, and um, and oh. Brody didn't bring this up. Dan and Brooke are her agents. (laughs) The talent company that Dan runs, Brody is one of their people, which meant that her agents murdered her on the show (laughs) and got her kicked (laughs) off. (laughs) So funny. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) And, Uh, you know, I've I've met some acting agents before and they are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. So... It's, it's, I'm now going to have nightmares about, you know, talking to some of them, knowing that they could murder me. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly
1: right. laughs> and Oh man. And, and it's so clear because Brooke, Brooke and Dan are some of the loveliest people you'll ever meet. Um, It's just so nice that they've got the strategic poker side to them. They're willing to kill off their own person. They should have let us know that, that they represented her because then we would have been like, well, you wouldn't murder your own talent. You'd keep them on the show. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's a fantastic move. Um, yeah. unfortunately, we didn't know enough to, to know that it was a fantastic move.
0: Yeah. How how do you think the game went in just the 10 days? Because um, often a complaint to an American survivor is it's now gone to 26 days instead of 39. So it's harder to build those social bonds and friendships to make really like core alliances. And I think Traders Australia is a bit longer as well. So how yeah. do you think having just 10 days really affected the the game with a yeah, burden banishment every night
1: I felt like it was a enough time like oh, yeah. we we definitely like I made friends with people that were there for I made friends with Sam fury who I was in one car ride with and then stood in yeah. a line with him then he bolted and got 10 grand um it was yeah it was i I think it's we did get to the end at the end of the season, and and it got to the point where you were like, "Oh, I could do with a couple more episodes of that." But I think that's also the fact that they played two episodes a week. Um, they didn't yeah. they didn't release it weekly for ten weeks. I think then we would have um it would have felt quite like a normal length of a show. But the fact that we played it went for five weeks at the end, people were left wanting more. I think that's probably a good thing. Um, yeah, it's sort of the next best thing um so yeah i think it's i think it's i think it's long enough and i think the other versions of the show sometimes went for an extra two episodes so the lo- the longest traders mm-hmm. is only 12 12 eps um yeah so so getting to do 10 is not too bad the australian most recent one was nine eps but they played a double first eps, so it was actually 10 so yeah um And that recent Australian season is weird.
0: (laughs) It's very weird. It's very weird. Um, Did any of, because I know Julie said that um, they, they got her to watch traders like UK. Um, Was there any like specific trader seasons that really stuck with you while you're, while you're playing? Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. Every, everything I tried to learn things from every single one. Um, I, when, when I was cast, it was, um, it was in November, um, the year before, and we filmed at the end of February, um, season one of the Traders Australia was coming out at the time, so I watched that as, as it came out, and then the UK one launched, so I watched all of that, and then the American one finished a couple of weeks before we did our one, so I, I very, I think I was very much focused on the, the UK version of the show, I think mm. to me that was just perfect television. It was such a wonderful um, show with so many twists and turns. Yeah, Wilf was just, was just this great character who was obviously, he loved being a traitor, but he knew he had to. He had heart to him as well. It really bothered him that he had to murder, murder his friends. He had this, um, yeah, befriend and betray thing that he kept trying to do. Um, so I spent the whole time trying to come up with these little quips of like, my one, my one was to ride the traders' trust, um, which didn't make the cut. Even though I said it every episode, every every interview, which yeah, it was just that thing of what what I was saying, making people believe that I believed they were yeah. they were faithful, so that they'd keep me in the game. Um, it's not not quite as catchy as "befriend and betray," but yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, learned learnt a lot from that. Um, one of the things Seree from the American version of the show mm-hmm. said is that. It helped to look confused all the time, so that's yeah. something that I tried to do. So I did, and just sort of clarify things. Um, wait, what do you mean by that? Stop for a, se- so- sorry, sorry, I'm not following. What's going on? What do you mean by that? So I said that mm-hmm. a lot, um, and I think any time you kind of slow down the game to try and get clarification, that shows you're trying to understand it. You're trying mm-hmm. to be, and that seems like a much more faithful thing to do rather than traders who will often be like, oh, cool, you've said the thing that I want you to do. Yeah, cool, let's go with that thing. You kind of want to be like, wait, explain that? And then, I'll, okay, mm. yeah, I think I get it. Yeah, cool, okay, okay, so I agree with that. I think that's, if you're a faithful, that's smarter to do that, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I do have a question. Were there any banishments where you drove the strategy forward, like where you were the pioneer of, like, the banishment of?
1: Just the one for Colin. That was the only one though. I where I where I did it every time. Every other time, it was someone else's idea that I was going along with. I'm just going back through them to make sure I am telling the truth. But yeah, I very much am. I I remember getting down to that final five and being like, oh man, there are there's like no one here. I need to talk yeah. during these things, otherwise uh, I look super suspicious. And luckily for me, I had something to bring up. I'd seen something. that was actually proper um, evidence that someone was a traitor. Whereas before that, it was just vibes.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And it's quite yeah. hard to go go just off vibes um, for so long. So yeah, that was, yeah
0: the, that, was the,
1: that was the one time I was confident that, that Colin was definitely a traitor. And I was pretty sure Dan was a traitor when we voted him out. Every other traitor, I don't know. And Brooke, uh,
0: 50-50. Yeah, so with Colin, what was the one thing that made you Be like, yes, Con's definitely
1: Mm. a traitor. It was, yeah, it was from. We were standing at the bar the night before, and he was saying that he he thought, um, yeah, he was. He had to. He said he had to pretend to be other people, pretend to be a different person around the other people. It was sort of he was confiding me and me. Yeah, I need to pretend to be other people around these guys, and um, and then when I (laughs) then he later switched and said that to everyone else i need to pretend to be a different person around sam and i was just like no nah, man no nah, that is <laughs> that is that is absolute dog shit colin <laughs> the third jeffrey you smut. you've screwed up here and then i i went through that um, I d- um when I, I used to be a dentist and when when I was a dentist, you have to deal a lot with anti-fluoride people who are idiots. And so they say, rather than um being that and come up and say, look at this dumb fuck who thinks that um fluoride isn't, is not is going to hurt you, which it definitely won't. Um, I would, they say, no, you have to be more like calm and do the reasoning. And so, so I, so I went back on my, my dentistry training and said, these are the reasons why I think you're a traitor. Um, also the fact that you've turned against me um, when I've clearly done nothing wrong. I've been very consistent. Um, it seems to me for literally no reason. um, That's why I think you're a traitor. That's why I'm going to vote for you. And that's the first time I ever revealed what I was going to do. I also knew I had a bit of confidence because I knew Anna and I knew Brooke were going to vote for him as well. So I felt like that's three of us in a group of five. We've, we've got the numbers already. So I think it was only that, (laughs) that confidence that, that um, let me, let me do that. And it doesn't help that in that, bloody thing half of my oh, hair yeah. is missing <laughs> yeah. i'm is saying right. the smartest yeah. thing i've seen in the whole show and i look like an absolute idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It's
0: funny. It's, um it's interesting that you bring up the thing about you know i'm um, being a dentist because if i was out there each of you were once a dentist you know i'd braces for uh, four years, almost five years.
1: Oh, man, cool. So
0: I, I hate the dentist. So I would have immediately tried to... uh,
1: those, are, those are orthodontists. They're, they're different. Orthodontists are a different breed from... Orthodontists are the people who do who decide, I'm not going to do any of the cool stuff in dentistry. I'm just in it for the money. <laughs> they become oh, orthodontists. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, um, so, yeah. So do like the dentist. Dentists are wonderful. They're look, trying to look after you and make your teeth nice and healthy. Um. But, yeah, and okay. that's okay. one of... I retract. That's, what, I, what I said. <laughs> Thank you very, very <laughs> much. Um, the, uh, no, but also, you are entitled to your own opinion. So, good for you. Um, Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, I, one of the things I tried to do was downplay anything. I, I just really wanted to not be a threat as well. That was the number. Don't be a threat. Don't be a threat. Mm. Um, which kind of is the overarching scheme that leads into tell everyone that you think they're faithful. So I didn't lead on the fact, I didn't sort of spread around the fact that I um used to be a dentist. Um, Matt Heath knew that. So would bring it up all the time. And, um, and Juzzy knew it and didn't talk about it all the time. So Matt Heath was kind of in the early days, the only one sort of being like, Hey, have we not, we should be looking at Sam right Sam's like a and because I write the tasks on taskmaster as well he was also oh, like okay. oh cool it's, it's got to be There's a, there's a smarter side to Sam that he's not leading on to um yeah because I was trying to hide that and keep it back I um I think that's another another smart thing to do don't be a threat I'm, I'm really into one of the things that I, I like doing Rubik's cubes um that's oh, sort okay. of what I'm I'm, because of my vision when we were in the house, we um uh and we had no TV or anything. I took a Rubik's Cube in to to do and just sort of practice getting faster, and um, that was the thing I could do instead of um, uh, instead of reading. But there was one in the house, and I was so scared that if someone saw me doing a Rubik's Cube, they'll be like, Oh, this guy's smart, he must be (laughs) hiding something as well. Let's let's vote him off. So I didn't even do this Rubik's Cube that was sitting there, apart from once I was we were just um waiting for a camera to be set up or something. I was just doing it. I did it, and then um, Dylan was watching me. He was like, "You just finished that Rubik's cube," and I had to be like, "Oh yeah, oh man, what a what a lucky lucky girl! I can't <laughs> believe it." Um, oh yeah, I knew I used to know how to do them. It's just all a, like a trick thing, but it, uh, luckily that just become a like I was just so paranoid <laughs> about yeah. literally anything becoming the reason why I got kicked off of the show. Um, I. <laughs> so, uh,
0: I personally play a game called uh, Rubik's Wall, which is I try to solve a Rubik's cube, but I get so frustrated, so I just throw it at the wall and walk away. <laughs> yeah, nice.
1: that's <laughs> nice. really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds expensive though,
0: but oh, it's very expensive. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it sounds dramatic. Yeah. I like it.
0: Well, it's very dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um I'm not a puzzle guy. At all. So if I yeah. was ever on a show and there was a puzzle, I'll just give up. It's like nah I I just can't. I, I just can't just
1: Um, if you yeah. were there, any missions on the show that you saw you like? Yeah, man, that's the one for me. That's the one I think I would nail.
0: Ooh. I reckon the sheep world one. Yeah. Because when it comes to when it comes to like really like you know stupid things, I'd. L- I love it so much. And I feel like yeah. all my attention and focus goes really into it. Like yeah. there's a um, movie um, that came out earlier this year. It's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Have you seen or heard <laughs> I, of
1: it? I, I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Oh,
0: that's... it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so they're coming up with a sequel for it that's set to come out next year. But I'm like all over it i've been like you know writing a bunch of like different story things i'm so invested in it i'm coming up with all these crazy ideas on how they can logistically do everything so when it comes to like a piss take or something stupid i can do a really great job at it
1: yeah (laughs) i um (laughs) that mission to me was just so dumb it was so (laughs) dumb i you know um One, I couldn't really contribute to it at all. It was a it was a spot the difference thing with sheep in a field running around. Um, yeah. Not really the task for a low vision person. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd true. seen that task had been on the UK version of the show and it was the dumbest task. Like, <laughs> it's really? the dumbest mission to do. I think, when we showed up at Sheep World, I was like, oh, we're not doing the bloody sheep one as well. Also the fact, it's New Zealand. Of course we're doing yeah. the sheep task. It just <laughs> yeah. felt like so on the nose. It felt like a bad Taskmaster task. <laughs> one of the ones that we just would have, that's a dumb idea. Let's never do that. So we showed up yeah. to do I was like, oh man, come on. When are we doing lasers and helicopters? <laughs> and so, um, and then I was in a team with Robbie and Jazzy and Dan and me, two traders, it turns out. Um, and we won that one. That's the one mission <laughs> that we won. And it's the one that I was just phoning, and I didn't contribute to it much at all. I got to ring the bell at the end. Um, oh, <laughs> was, I was, and the other thing is that I think that was day um, day six, maybe. So everyone mm-hmm. had lost their minds by that point, and oh, everyone okay. was so happy and so keen to just be out on the farm, running around with the animals. Everyone loved it, and I thought it was utter trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, It's was quite funny because when uh, I, oh sorry, so
1: I, I was just going to say, and that day we got to go to the armory and just um so there was the day that Robbie was a traitor and Dan was yeah. a traitor. Um we got to go to the armory and Robbie actually um uh and this is just showing how nice of a lady Robbie is. Robbie won the shield and she actually asked production if she could put it back in back put it back in so that I could get it because she saw how much it meant to me the day before in the barrel challenge that I wanted that shield. She yeah, she had she sort of almost tried to break the rules of the yeah. show to um to try and do it. And I think that just shows, yeah. How nice. Oh, that's so nice. Probably as a person, yeah.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, while there could have been a nice gesture, there was a shield curse on the show where every time someone won the shield, they were banished out. So maybe she was trying to plot your downfall.
1: I Well, we, we never knew who had the shield. We just happened to get it like, right. But yeah. because I wasn't in that shield group, many times I led the... Well, not let I, I kind of inspired the after the barrel challenge the fact that there's a majority of us who didn't get the shield it would make sense for us to vote to banish someone who did get the shield who was in the shield group because it means mm. there are, there's one more person likely up for for grabs when it comes to murder yeah. so, um, so it was in our interest to get always get rid of someone that was in the armory group. If, and oh, if you were okay. in the group that, that doesn't, so that's something we talked about. Um,
0: uh, was that in the like show. was that like a consistent strategy for the few different banishments? to always go for someone who went for the uh, I I, for the I think unspoken,
1: but yeah, it was something I was aware of. I was always trying to get mm. m- make the chances better for myself by voting out someone from the thing. So we got Philly out in the first, first one who mm. happened to have the shield. Um, yeah. we then got. Yeah, Robbie got voted out Robbie. in that one. Who was in our shield group as well? Yeah. And then the next day, Dan was in the was in the yeah. group that, that got it as well. So we got those three in a row, and all three of those people had the shield, which was yeah, yeah. which was fantastic. Which was fantastic. One of yeah. the things we didn't realize is that that was it the that night or the next night? It was that night. Jazzy got murdered, but she was in the shield group as well. We didn't realize Ooh. that. Like that never came became part of the um, the chat on the day after that, which we should have realised that was quite a that would have been quite a big thing, and I'm surprised yeah. that the traitors didn't bring that up. Like, if I was Brooke, mm. I would have been like, "Wait, wasn't Josie in the shield? That means that means getting the shield isn't a like isn't the thing to play for. That's not that's not helpful to get the shield. Mm. But then that also meant that he, I think, subconsciously he went i Oh no, we can vote someone out in the shield group and get away with it. Which then meant he when um when it was uh the, the time when Julia and Anna had the shield, it was a 50-50 chance, he was yeah. he was like, Cool, I'm gonna go for, for one of those two. Yeah. Which, oh man, really helped me out. Really, very, yeah. <laughs> very much helped me out.
0: Yeah, Ooh. so um when when they had gone for Anna, but she obviously had the shield. Sorry, there's like mm. a vacuum cleaner outside outside I don't know if you can hear it. It's making I all can kinds hear the noises. It sounded like <laughs> a
1: truck is backing into your room just every so often. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, but there's someone with a weird vacuum cleaner making all kinds of words. But um but something that we saw is that you know Brooke and Colin went for Anna, but she had the shield. Did you guys realize that the traders may have gone for Anna and on the shield, or do you think there was a black male we, seduction?
1: No, we figured it out that they must have gone for Anna because no one was was gone. Um, they and even I think we, I think we knew because they hadn't and it was just the two of them. They I feel like we'd gone, we'd realized that no, you can't there, maybe there's something in the rule that you can't recruit another person from night. I th- maybe night 7, you can't recruit mm. any new people after that. There's a- that's listed in the rules. I think Van- Vander was very over the rules. Vander and Dylan were very over the rules, and I felt like I was pretty good with the- all the little sub-little rules as well, that some of the other people just didn't bother reading at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think Vander made it very clear to us, yes, hey, there can be no more recruits. Whoever the traders are the traders from now on out. I oh, think okay. that's right. And so um, so I think we were pretty au fait with the fact that once Colin walked in that room, we were like, man, we're all back. This is crazy. <laughs> that moment was bonkers. Yeah. Why? Why would you vote for someone? that you, you need to get the numbers down. It was so, oh, it was, it was incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, so lucky that, for me. Something that you even mentioned as well during the, like just before we hit record was, you were probably the perfect person to murder.
1: I I again I was yeah. I was such an easy murder throughout the whole yeah. show. I was so lucky that Brooke trusted me in mm. trusting him, which I did. <laughs> like I, I yeah. did. I gen- genuinely thought he was faithful as well. Um yeah. I, I managed to do that thing that Hannah managed to do <laughs> in um yeah. in the British season where she was just so she was she and Wilf were inseparable. Um, she was yeah. really fighting for him. And I managed to do it with Brooke without particularly fighting for him. Like, mm. I just sort of... Just by telling him, sort of... Um, yeah, getting out of, getting, getting into his head, I guess, that um, that, that that he could trust me. Um, yeah, it was lucky. It was very really lucky. Yeah. Um,
0: towards the end here, we do see... I mean, there was always a bit of a small rivalry between Kings and Julia throughout the show, but we do yeah. see... At the final six, it really does come down to Julia and and Kings. Whose side were you kind of more leaning onto with that sort of r- rivalry?
1: I had been suspecting Kings since Brody left. One of the things, when Brody, Bro, once Matt was voted out and Brody said, "They cut this from the show, but she said, I'm really good at this game. Um, she screamed it in front of the room and we were like, oh man, Brody, what are you doing? No, yeah. no, they're going to, like, they're clearly going to murder you. So right yeah. after that, we I said to her, like, hey, who do you think, who, who do you think this is? Like, if you don't make it through yeah. the night, who do you think? This is? She said, Kings, I think it's Kings. Because she had such a better read on people than I had. Mm. I sort of kept that in the back of my mind, kept an eye on Kings. He, because he was also in this alliance kind of thing with me and Dylan and Brody, I'd always sort of had him on, it on, was, it was in my team. It was my boy. I, I, yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was all good. And then I, so I just kept an eye on him throughout it. And he just kept doing these little things. Like he wouldn't go with the, we'd, we'd, we'd all agree, Hey, we're going to vote on this person. Mm. He'd do someone else. He'd vote for Julia randomly. And he did yeah. it a couple of times. I was just like thinking, why wouldn't you go with the people that you'd agreed with? And then there were a couple of things about the the, cons- the persistent Julia thing as well mm. made me think, oh, yeah. So, And I didn't think Julia was a a, a traitor as well. I thought she was very um, – she got very frustrated and passionate about not being one, being like, oh, come on, guys, you got to see this, which is exactly what I felt like whenever I played Mafia. I was like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah, I, I connect with that. That's very much how I felt. So, I didn't think Julia was a traitor. And then, um, and then, so, 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 yeah, I didn't think either of them were a traitor. But then at that stage of the game, yeah, I was, I was thinking, yeah, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Kings. He's gotta, because he's so nice, he's gotta be playing this, this, this game. When he turns out to be, uh, faithful, heartbreaking to lose him for the game, um, and he was, he was good, but he, he did some weird things. He tried something which later, I think, then helped me decide that Colin was a traitor as well. So I think he, he kind of saw that he was going out. So he was going to use that for good to help the faithful mm. win. And I felt so bad that we couldn't, uh, you know, help him be part of that as well. Um. So yeah, so when he, when I felt so bad for <laughs> voting about. But yeah, I was very much on. I sort of had to choose between two people that I I thought were both faithful. So yeah, I was was on Julia's side for that one. And then because we vote out Kings and it turns out he is a faithful, I was then, oh God, it's got to be Julia, (laughs) which of course,
0: another mistake. Did her vote for Anna set people off her as well as for potentially being a traitor for just randomly throwing a vote towards Anna?
1: Yeah, for me, yeah, totally. He, she'd been fighting kings so much. She'd been saying, kings, I think it's you. I think it's kings. It's got to be kings. It's kings, kings, kings. We all vote for kings. She votes for Anna. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's that, yeah. that strange consistencies that you're like, well, that's clearly the sign of someone who has lost their mind and is, mm. and is now doing it. Having then heard her talk about, she just had this moment of realisation and being like, oh yeah, cool. Be, I, I completely understand why she did it. But from not knowing that, In the game you're like yeah that's that's strange behavior you were just trying to set up someone else who is also a faithful that's what a traitor would do clearly you're a traitor now we're going to vote you off when we can yeah
0: yeah um i do have a um a couple more questions here here for you i
1: will answer every single question every single question for the rest of time (laughs) <laughs> it's just so cathartic for me to talk through all this it's great this is this is my therapy right now it's lovely
0: perfect um so <laughs> for the final mission you mm. know everyone is all separated and you had to get the monks haircut yes. um were you close to ever not getting the haircut
1: yeah. yeah so as i read them i went i went through oh uh, Cryogenic freezing chamber, I think that's doable. It sounds cold, but I think Julia can do that. Um, the eating thing for Colin, I was like, yeah, I think he'll probably do that. I don't think he's a he's a particularly squeamish person. I think that'll be right. Um, Anna, I just had a chat with her about tattoos. I said I would never get one. She was like, I've got tattoos. They're fine. They're cool. I was like, okay, cool. Anna will potentially get the tattoo. Maybe a bit iffy on that one, but probably. Brooke, um, hates bugs i know this in the in in the counting task um i was paired up with him um and as we went into the house he said man i'm cool with this as long as there are not bugs i can't do bugs so i in my head thought brooks brooks not going to do bugs but then I was like, but he's a really competitive person. He's, mm. um he's very, he's, he's working for the faithful. He's, he's trying yeah. to earn us monies. And it, he was on about money all the time. So I was like, no, he's going to do it for us. Which means that I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't get my hair cut because all the other people are going to do their things. So at first I was like, yeah, cool. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And I had, a, I was emceeing an, an event the week after and I was like, cool. Sorry. Yeah, no, I can't, I, I can't have a weird haircut for that. Oh, it'll look it looks so strange. I can't wear a hat to. It was a, it was an event for blind lovers in NZ, um, and so, so I was like, cool. I'm not going to do it. And then I went, no wait. If I'm Anna, she's going to go. Tattoo is the only permanent one, which mm. means I have to do this. And so yeah, I. And I kind of went like, I'll be quite cool. I've never had to shave my head before. it would be interesting yeah. to see what i will be like um so yeah so I, I was i went into it and it was it was so strange i've never had a haircut before where the hairdresser is laughing at you as they do <laughs> it it was he was the nicest guy as well he's up in walkworth on the main um on the main drag um i can't remember the name of the place but he was the coolest dude if you uh if you do need a haircut and you're driving through walkworth definitely go there they were fantastic um yeah. It was always being like, yeah, are you okay? Is this okay that we do this? And I was like, yes, <laughs> That's going to be weird. But, um, but yeah, they were, they were awesome. But yeah, man, I was, I was, I, I initially said, no, I'm not going to do it. And then changed my mind. Yeah. Realized that, that I would, that I would have to. And then the other thing as well, that different, and that Anna actually said it as well. Having a bald head is not an issue, like at all. It's, I Mm. looked quite good. People were very nice to me. I was very worried that I had, because I've always had hair, I don't know what the shape of my head is. I was very worried Mm. that I had a perfect, like a proper egg head. Um, (laughs) And that was my worry. But then it turned out, I kind of have a nice nice shaped head to brag about myself for a little bit. People were very kind about that.
0: (laughs) I would assume that with a shaved head, I, I keep forgetting the actor's name, but have you seen Two and a Half Men? Yes. You, you know how the actor who plays as Alan Harper, how he doesn't have hair anymore?
1: Is it John Cryer?
0: Yeah, John Cryer, I think. Um,
1: the main guy. The main guy that's yeah, not yeah. Charlie Sheen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I assume that you maybe look quite similar to him with no hair. Oh.
1: Googling, Googling right, right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a look. John Cryer. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, he's a very handsome man with no hair. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take, I'll take that. That's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, he'll, oh, he'll, thank you. He'll probably give, uh, you know, Charlie a run for his money when it comes to ladies <laughs> on the show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: when it, run for his his millions and millions of dollars that he's blown on cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah that's oh, thank you that's that's lovely um lots of people were very nice they said they said that um yeah that i think the beard the beard bald hair is a look that's in at the moment man i was so lucky i went into the show with a beard (laughs) (laughs) um um rank all
0: the um like for the final mission rank Mm -hmm. them in order one being the one that you would definitely do and five being the one you won't do of the five final missions
1: yeah, um, day spa easy. That would have been great. Yeah. Would have enjoyed that. Um, I feel bad for for Julia yeah. <laughs> picking that one. but um, it's it's not a walk in the park. That's a tricky thing to do. But yeah, I think yeah. that would be that would be all right. The eating one, I'm all good with. The bugs, I'm all good with. Kind of those three equally would be fine for me. Um, the haircut would be the one that I that I would question. It's one of the things that I, um. For for me, the other thing I was like those other three things were for three minutes. Like three yeah. minutes in a bug bath is fine. My haircut that took me four months to grow back <laughs> would be the second to worst one for me, and I would not have got a tattoo. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. Um, it's the one thing that I that I wouldn't have done, and yeah, all the other all the other four. So yeah, you it's... kind of kind of e- equal one, two, three for those first ones. Haircut four and and yeah.
0: It's, five. it's so crazy because I think Julia had the Bugs one in her top three as well. I don't know. I struggle to I struggle to understand it because w- one of my favourite movies of all time I grew up watching it is Peter Jackson's King Kong and the one... Oh, yeah. Have you seen that movie? I uh, No, I
1: haven't. 2005, uh, well, right? Yeah, yeah. Something
0: 2005, like yeah. I highly recommend it. It's a very good movie mm. but there's a scene in there. Um, I won't say much but they're down in this real dark canyon and there's all this giant like Witters and insects, yeah, and they have to like cool. fight them off, and oh, I, I could never. It's like every, every time I see like a cockroach in my apartment, I'm always like, I know what you can become. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that fact, yeah, yeah, bugs just never been a been an issue for me. I am. And, but for some people, it's the thing that they hate most in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess uh, it's, it's funny. I just, yeah. and yeah, I know, it was that thing about Brooke just hating them. I knew, I knew maybe, yeah, he, he might not do that. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Nice. How ba- if, yeah, is, is that the thing for you? So, bugs is the thing you wouldn't do? I mean,
0: I'm a very competitive person as well. And um, just a quick shout out to some of my uh, friends at Pack and Save. It's an all-female group, but I'm the only male. So I call myself, like, the alpha or the, yeah. alpha, or the alpha male. You know, I have so many jokes How very that. toxic of you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked out fine for them because when we've going to spookers, they were very happy to be like, oh, go on, alpha. Go
1: on. You go first. Yeah, nice. <laughs> awesome. first. Love it. But, I love um, that. That's great.
0: And so quite often with, like, a lot of jokes and stuff I do, I always have to be very overconfident and 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 cocky and stuff right so i feel like i would have to just for the joke if if that makes sense it's like i can't back out of a challenge because then everyone will be like oh what a shit alpha michael yeah that's great
1: you're yeah you're a good team person damn it's it's lovely
0: yeah i especially if it's for something of of the joke if you convince me but michael how funny would it be if you were to just you know blow up your own game. I would do it because I would think it was a bit I kept on uh, thinking, like,
1: and the thing that kept going, going through my head was, like, what if we've done done this for $12,000? That's, like, the most, that's a very large portion of the prize pool. I was also like, what, you're not going to top it up to 70000 like they've done in every other version of the show? Okay, yeah. cool. Um... But then, but then, yeah, this is a, like a big chunk of change. And the idea that we could miss out on that was yeah. <laughs> it would be great. Imagine if we missed out on that $12,000. The prize money would be like, yeah, just over four times what Sam had got for leaving yeah. on day yes. one. <laughs> so funny.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I still recall your quote in the first episode where you're like, he literally just took a seventh of the prize money for just showing up. And it's like, that sure. always just makes me laugh. Like, so many yeah. people would not have gotten anything <laughs> <laughs> because they were murdered or banished in the first night.
1: I was really surprised that the people who kind of didn't need the show, like, the show was their, um, you know, for some some of us, it's, it's the first sort of main TV show that I've done. I've done little mm. things and other things. But, um, so this was, like, my, my big break. Um, yeah. For people like Matt Heath, who... <laughs> He could, have, he could have gone, got 10 grand, um, just gone home, taken the rest of the 10 days off work, just hung out yeah. <laughs> with his ten thousand dollars, and uh, just had a lovely little wee extra holiday. Like, yeah, <laughs> the fact that he, yeah, that he stuck around, I think was really awesome.
0: Actually, I this uh, improvised question, you know, as mm-hmm. as theater sports guys and mm, you, you know, we love improv questions mm. do you think playing because obviously you know you're a comedian you've obviously got you know like a wee bit of fan base behind you mm. were you while playing the game were you trying to also withhold your reputation or your persona that you've shown throughout your performances
1: um i was very much aware that i wasn't being funny throughout the show i was very much yeah. playing the game and I think in a couple of interviews, I went like, I'm, I am the least funny comedian to, to ever play this show. <laughs> I made literally, I, I think, I, I yeah, I was, I was very aware off camera when it was a bit more relaxed and stuff. I, I was just so focused on trying to earn money and trying to make sure I wasn't drawing too much attention to myself. Um, and that when i'm on a show with matt heath justine smith and colin mathura jeffrey three of the funniest people in the world brooke howard smith in that matter as well julia is hilariously funny as well just I, there was no need for me to be to be funny at all that was covered i could just sort of sit back and relax and enjoy the ride um so yeah i was i was i was very happy when some of the funny things that i did say because i'll naturally do that anyway I'm so happy that some of those things actually made it onto air. I think there's one in the laser challenge when I said like, that's a, that's a free vasectomy waiting to happen. That yeah. made the cut. I was <laughs> yeah. very happy.
0: Yeah. That was very funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think that's it's, it. I think it's the that thing as well of like Hannah from the UK series comedian as well. There's just so you need to get the story told. There's no t- not mm. so much time for putting in these little extra funny, bits if they don't relate to what's happening within the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, I guess, uh, one, one final question, if there was ever, um, which I guess you've kind of answered it earlier on, if there was ever a all-stars or returning player traders, would you come back?
1: 100%. It was so fun. It was so rare to get to play essentially a board game for 10 days with lovely people. They've, the budget that they've put, they've, you get to stay in a lovely place to stay. The yeah. um, uh, Woodman, Woodman Lodge up and walk with is a fantastic place to stay. If you are wealthy enough to stay there, do stay there. It was so nice, um, it was so so great. I would, I can, I can't recommend it enough. And if I got another chance to do it, I would say yes in a heartbeat. And they said, Sam, would you ever consider doing the tray? I would be like, yes yes, 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 yes. Sign me up straight away would I'm you, actually what, I'm trying to weasel myself into working on a season 2 if a season 2 did happen I would oh, love really? to help write some missions or just do anything to just be in that see a bit more behind the scenes of of like what everyone got to see on the show what the what the runners knew the the crew who works on that show worked so goddamn hard for so long for 10 consistent con, consecutive days with mm. you know working working eight in the morning till two in the morning like that and they they were awesome they were so cool it's a hard job they they're also friends of mine who work on other shows together there were people that I work with every week that I would see them just be like oh hello and they were like I can't talk to you I'm not allowed to talk to you (laughs) one of my friends who was the director Claudine she showed up and she was in a moon boot. I was like, oh my God, Claude, what happened? And she was like, I can't talk to you. I was like, so I had to spend 10 days being like, what the hell happened to my friend Claudine? <laughs> That's one of the first things once the show finished, um, she was there in that final scene and she gave me a big hug and said, well done. I said, thank you so much. Are you okay? What's happened to the foot? What did she do? She heard it surfing. Ugh. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it's so fun. If you, Get a chance to do it. If anyone watching gets asked or approached to it, 100% do it. It's a mind fuck, but it's one of the most fun mind fucks you can have.
0: <laughs> well, I do have a um, a personal thing I'd like to ask for. If you are doing the missions, can you make sure that there's a chocolate milk drinking one just so then I know I can, I can ace it? Oh, I, is that your thing? Um, I drank four and a half litres in half a day because it was about to expire. And I bear in mind it was about to expire, so I kind of had to drink it. And I'm sorry, he hates wasting food. My toilet yep. did not like it at all, but I definitely did. So, <laughs> so
1: okay. if you can do
0: that for me, I'll, I'm not I'll sure. let you know if I get casted. So if you can do that for me, that'll be. We can, I, I, <laughs> I will. I will try yeah.
1: very hard. The idea of, um, I guess, milk relates to sheep. We could do. <laughs> I drink sheep I, chocolate. I, milk. Yeah, this is this is sheep milk. Why is it brown? It's either chocolate mm. or shit. Oh, there's oh. The, and there's only there's one the way t- to find out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things. To, oh, it would be a, a tw- One of the things I think the missions could be a bit spookier. I think it would be quite cool mm. to to make them a bit more like the. For me, the counting one was the like the really good mix of it. it's quite simple. The task is very simple, but that added level of spookiness I thought was really cool and came across quite well on screen. Um, yeah. it's, I'd be I'd be aiming for things a bit more like that than bloody telling the difference between sheep, which is bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually it would be kind of cool
1: to maybe have a challenge set in spookers. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would really be fun. amazing. And- oh, one of the, one of the things before the show when um we were we were told that we were staying um within the Auckland area but nothing more specific hmm. than that so i spent the time looking through and one of the articles would be like they're staying at a mountain lodge so i'd searched up the term mountain lodge um and then fa- i'd found um woodman uh, women mountain lodge where where it was at. and yeah. um but i was like oh no this place is too nice we definitely won't stay there um but one of the things i thought of is the there's an old um hospital near spookers and I was like, mm. there are rooms there. They could put us up at Spookers. We could be doing this at Spookers. Yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. It'd be yeah, really be such... terrifying. Um, yeah, um... so yeah, I, I'd actually done some some research into trying to figure out where we were going to do it. That was For that those was one that of my are... leading um yeah leading things yeah.
0: For those that aren't from New Zealand, Spookers is like a horror attraction site up here in um, Auckland. There's like a bunch of different like levels you could do like woods haunted house and stuff and you basically go through them and people like chase after you with like chainsaws and
1: yeah they jump out and, and scare stuff. you and it's so cool it's if you like getting it's freaked so out fun. you've got to check out spookers yeah
0: well um I don't know who this lady is which if she's watching this podcast please comment below because I want to give you um a massive tip for this where we're in this clown one and because I'm someone who takes the piss out of everything right that's what I yeah. like to do <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> this clown jumped at us and she was like, are you scared? And I said, no, I'm, I'm Michael. (laughs) (laughs) And she just cracking up. It's just following us around. I'm not sure if actors are meant to do that, but she was like following us around being like, Michael, your jokes (laughs) are (laughs) shit.
1: Oh, I love it. It was funny. It was so funny. We once filmed a thing there for John and Ben. What was it for? I remember I played a British shol- soldier in it. It was like a thing where people went back in time at the when they were posting their election votes or something. Like that. Anyway, it was filmed with spookers um, at night, and nothing was go- like nothing was running, but just being there—it's a freaky place. It's yeah, it's, yeah. oh, it's ugh, ugh. yeah, it's very <laughs> yeah, a it's great place to set some set some things, yeah.
0: Yeah, um I just want to say thank you so so much, Sam, for coming on to do the deep dive with us. Oh. It's been an absolute pleasure having the legendary Sam Smith on. A lot of people think it may be the singer, but we've got someone much better in the <laughs> <laughs> the um, winner.
1: I am a singer. Like I <laughs> when when I was when I was at high school, I like I did performance voice. I singing is a big part of my life. And then another person called Sam Smith comes along and does singing and um and is way more successful, way better than me. <laughs> I won, won four Grammys and an Oscar. So I'd had to I had to change um, change tracks and I had to <laughs> I had to um, rebrand myself just to. I guess and becoming the most successful traitor hunter in all the traitors is now the thing that I can do. So I'm I'm very very happy for that to be my my brand now. Um and thank you so much for having me. Genuinely it is so nice to talk about this show for us it was you know it was over 6 months ago it was such a big part of our lives that we weren't allowed to talk about for so long it was so mm. frustrating not being able to talk we'd meet up with people in private like I would meet up with Anna for a coffee and we'd just go back through everything and re I called up Vander on on a Zoom call just to just so we could talk through it we had to keep it secret for so long and the fact that people watched it and enjoyed it and people like yourself went through and the fact you deep dived into this this thing that we that we this game that we got to play that was such a big part of our lives is so cool. It's so nice and people have been so supportive and so lovely about it. It's yeah, we couldn't have asked for a better show to be a part of and a better group of um fans of the show to to be involved with it as well. So thank you very much and thank you to everyone who has ever said anything nice to anyone on the cast about the show. Yeah, it's been yeah. such a cool thing to be a part of. Um where can people find you sam are you on social media yeah yeah i'm at sam smith comedy on most of the the things um, my website is samsmith.co.nz um yeah i'm doing lots of um, i'm working on patty gower his issues i've been doing the audience warm-up for that if there's ever a television show shot in auckland i'll normally be the audience warm-up guy. So come along to that. Talk to me about the traitors. Please, please, please. I love talking about it. Um and it's so <laughs> i g- i will genuinely ask an audience, be like, hey, has anyone seen traitors that wants to chat about it? <laughs> um just because yeah, it was such a cool part of my life that um that we so yes, find me in those places. Um and yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Is that all I do? I'm on threads, but I don't understand it. And I'm on TikTok, <laughs> but I don't understand it. I'm too old for, for those ones, But um, on those places,, please
0: Chris has uh, recently forced me to start being on Twitter, and I don't understand any oh, <laughs> any of it. I'm still struggling to, like
1: I was on Twitter yeah. when it was good, like when people were just posting jokes all the time, well, it was fantastic. Yeah. it was lovely, and then it's become more politicized and but the thing about Twitter is you choose who you follow, so you just pick the right people and you just eventually you'll find the the right ones that you that you like, yeah, yeah.
0: No, awesome! Yeah, thanks so much, Sam. I'm definitely check out Sam's social media on Instagram and Twitter as Sam Smith. And if you're new to the channel, at, at Sam Smith comedy, at, at Sam, Sam Smith, Smith comedy,
1: at Sam Smith is already taken by I'll let you oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yes, at Sam Smith comedy, not the other Sam Smith. We need more followers for at Smith, Sam Smith comedy. But yes, if please. you're new, if you're new to the channel, uh, please hit subscribe. We have recently gone over. 2k we are planning on doing something special very very soon um we've got more content coming out soon for traders canada and if you're a star wars fan me and some of the boys from work we've got a very special ahsoka season review that will be coming out some point next week so stay tuned thank you so much everyone and have a good day bye